Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Teju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm wonderful. Everything is going very well. I must uh, admit, I'm full of gratitude. I feel great. Still spending time with the family uh, during this holiday season, as I will throughout the season. And um, I'm enjoying myself. Overeating, over-drinking, over-everything, and I'm having a wonderful time, sweetie. How about you? I think that's everybody. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying myself as well. I'm looking into finding some really cool holiday pop-ups because you know I like all that type of stuff. So if anyone has any recommendations, you know, email us at info at bambushihappyhour.com or send us your, your DMs. But I think now we probably should do a little toast. It's okay. the holiday season. Wonderful. There's lots of things that we can uh, toast to. Okay. And we will be toasting with Noble Wolf Vodka. All right. That sounds good. Let's lift our glasses and enjoy this shot of Noble Wolf Vodka to health, wealth, and happiness, long life, and prosperity. Salud. Salud. Woo woo. Woo woo. Woo. Okay. Tasty, but woo woo. All right. So, Ma, we need to get into some pop culture stuff before we go into our film and TV. We have a couple of juicy topics. First, we want to start things off with Elon Musk, who went on a tirade against advertisers on. X, formerly known as Twitter, um, he seemed to really single out Bob Iger of Disney. Yes. Telling major advertisers and Bob Iger to F themselves, um, which probably is not the best idea. I'm hearing over, allegedly over 200 advertisers have pulled out. He even accused the brands of blackmail. So my, um, Obviously, advertisers are a huge part of their uh, of their income of their revenue. What right. are your What are your thoughts on on Elon Musk and this whole tirade? Okay, I happen to view a an interview <laughs> with Elon Musk where he was saying, and this is almost verbatim. I'll say what I want to say. And I don't care Mm -hmm. if I lose money. He didn't say, I'll say what I want to say only if I lose a hundred million or only if I lose a billion. He said, I'll say what I don't, I'll say what I want to say and I don't care. Mm -hmm. So guess what? If you want to say what you want to say, then don't care. You shouldn't even have anything to say about anything now. They pull their advertising dollars and maybe investment dollars, whatever. They pull their financial resources, Bob Iger and others. Mm -hmm. They pull their resources. It should be c'est la vie. Yeah. C'est la vie. I said what I wanted to say, so now why am I cursing you all out? Mm -hmm. I said what I wanted to say, why am I now accusing you all of blackmail? Because I said I didn't care. I knew there was consequences. I knew I could suffer a loss of revenue. Mm -hmm. So be it. Because I don't care. 
I told you, daughter, mm-hmm. I don't care how much money you got, people, that, especially people like that, always want more, and I don't care how much money you have, there's no amount of money that you could have that you can't lose. Well, do you think he... I see, think I think he cannot have it both ways. He's hypocritical. He's very hypocritical. Uh, and in some he's ways... He's not a nice not, person. Not, not religious, but in some ways he almost comes across as sanctimonious. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm right, and I'm taking the moral high ground, oh. and I can say what I want to say, and never mind how I'm aligned of an individual. Ma, is it possible that he really doesn't care how much money that he loses from this? No. he's trying to prove no. that he can do whatever he wants to do? No. No? No. You no. see, okay. in my opinion, no. Okay. You want to know why I say he, no? he knows that he's losing money. Yes. But he's complaining about it. Okay. If you really didn't care, it'll be, excuse me, that's the price I pay for being able to say what I want to say and doing what I want to do. Well, that's if a person be who like, has principles well, and stands well, by well, them. Well, what well, about well, know, well, someone who's well, a well, that's what I'm saying to you. Okay. That's what I'm saying okay. to you. He's like a big brat throwing a fit. And that is what I misbehaved, and now I got to pay the consequences, but I don't like it. But guess what? I was talking smack the other day. It didn't matter. That's true. Okay? Now, I really feel the sting, okay? And guess what? It's hurting. Whether it's hurting my bottom line, or whether it's hurting my pride and ego, or whether it's hurting everything, whether it's hurting my brand, you know, whatever. Whether it's hurting everything... I am responding publicly to it mm-hmm. in a very defensive and negative way. Yeah. Okay? Although I shot the first shot. Yeah. I attacked. That's true. You now did. I'm on the defensive. You are on the defensive. Okay? Yeah. So that's what I think of him. Well, Not much. I, I think he's a crumb of a human being. Okay? okay? Uh, listen, I okay. can't disagree with you on everything. And I, let, I let's, just put, think, let's put that out I, there. I'm wondering, and you know, in our opinion, we have no proof of this, so we don't want anyone coming after us. Okay, so we, we right. Let's, let's put this qualifier out there. Everything on this podcast is in our opinion. Right. We, have, okay? we, we don't have any proof. This is just based on what we see or how we feel. Uh, I think that he doesn't care if he really just like plummets uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, if he crashes it completely and and and, and it's it, it defunct. I don't think he cares. But I it's think not just trying, X. I think he's it's trying not just to prove X. a point. Well, you know that, right? You mean period in period, general? Period. Yeah. I think he wants to get rid of it. I think he felt that it was a place where people who are more liberal can go and voice their opinions, and he wants to slant the things to his narrative. I agree with all and that. He's trying to just jack I it up. I agree with completely. all that up to the point that you know how you can say. Mm-mm. I don't care. I don't care. I wouldn't do it. So what? Blah 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 blah. To a point. To a point. Okay. To a point. I get you. I, 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 okay. I'm with you. And I think he. And I think he got slammed by big dollar donors mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Okay. Which is why. Them good on which those is donors. Why, good on is, those donors. There you go. Which is why he's starting to sink out, Bob Iger, like. People still going to Disney World yeah. or whatever. Well, you know, I have like a love-hate relationship with Bob Iger, how he behaved during the whole SAG after strike. So I'll leave that alone. Okay, let 
let's let's move on to um, uh, somebody else who has been in the public eye recently, and that is Jenny Mai. Uh, she has responded to Jeezy's divorce petition, and she is more than insinuating that he cheated on her and claims that he will have to pay up based off their prenup. And their prenup, obviously, if someone cheats, if someone like sends sexed messages, you know, okay. uh, FaceTiming, social media, or direct messages shall result in a significant financial penalty upon the adulterous party. Any thoughts on that between them? I know you don't know a lot about their relationship, my neither do I, but just in general about people having to pay for their infidelity in in a marriage. Well do you, you agree see, with that I'm concept? a little I'm a little cynical. Mm -hmm. Well to me what happens is that once again, this is not a cop-out, but this is really how I feel. Case-by-case case assessment. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should have to pay because explicitly or specifically because you uh, cheated on a person okay. or cheated within the relationship. I think you sh should have to pay if you are more able to pay and there are children involved and or the person is not able to generate income sufficient to take care of themselves immediately mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. As as Gary says, in that moment. Gary from The Bachelor. If you, right. The Golden if, Bachelor. If you need additional, I think you should, if you are the person who is in, in a position, if you are the person who is in a position where you can afford to help the individual become financially self-sufficient mm -hmm. then you should do that you follow me if they have been totally dependent on you for income okay but what about in their situation i'm not, I'm not fin oh okay. you want their oh you want just this i well, thought you meant the whole in, concept in general and in their situation well well i'm done answering okay. you Okay. I think, say, for instance, you're a person who has not been able to generate income due to lack of training, early marriage, total dedication to the marriage, uh, or you supported the person who was generating the income. Um, you're taking to, care of kids. To, right. If there are children involved, you know, to the detriment of your own, you know, career, that person should be... Uh, legally bound to make you whole to make you self-sufficient to put you in a position where you can earn money and not for in infidelity not to do specifically with infidelity because let me tell you what's wrong with that okay with the thing that's really wrong with that is what happens to the poor person who's uh, gets cheated on well, what happens to the person what happens to the person who doesn't have the resources to help you out but they were still Cheating on, still you. cheating on you, you know. Well, there's so to well, me, well, so to me, but money they can't forfeit. They forfeit their the no, money from no, the no, 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 no. I'm talking about people where there's no money involved. We all broke. Well, we're talking about prenups. Okay. So there's no okay. prenup. If okay. Okay. Broke. Okay. Okay. So well, you know, it, you mean, know, well, let's, let's be, say let's sometimes, sometimes a prenup can be, sometimes it could be retrospective or it can be prospective. Sometimes neither one of us have money right at the time but maybe there's money that could come in the future 
because some things are in development well, that didn't click the, the, the Those pre and pronouns can go all pre and post numbers can go all kinds of ways. If that's the case, you really just ignore what I said. If that's the case, if if I'm say I, I'm the person who isn't you know earning as much money as my spouse, and you know I cheat on my spouse. And you know, in in do I think he should give listen, Jenny no, Ma no, no. money? Let's it go back be, to this can, case. Well, can I just can I just say this? The person, what about the person who doesn't have this much financial resources that cheats? Then they should uh, forfeit any type of of uh, prenup prenuptial arrangement. That's what I'm thinking. Any type of financial prenup uh, prenuptial arrangement because I'm cheating on my spouse. Or you don't agree with that. You still don't agree with it either way. I'm not really even sure what your point is. The so you person, think that infidelity, you shouldn't have to pay? No, I don't think infidelity should be a factor. But that's the vows. I understand that, but you asked me my opinion. Okay. And I'm telling you, a prenup shouldn't be based on what happened to make the marriage dissolve. A prenup should be based on the finances. To make things more, this is what I believe should make it more equitable. I don't agree with that because remember, with remember what can do. We don't know about everything that happened with their relationship, but can do and Mary J. Blige reportedly. Oh, you saying you should you should you should forfeit getting any money because you cheated on that person? Yes, reportedly he cheated on her. You know. And she well, but had to pay him well, well, those, lots that of money. Situation, that situation is, well, of course, that clearly was unfair. Right. That's a, that's so you a should forfeit okay. me taking care okay. of you when you broke up our marriage okay. and you were cheating. Okay, that situation is very different. Okay, then what you're talking about with Jenny Ma? I know, but I, and I but I mentioned a reverse, and that's an example I of the reverse. I didn't take into consideration that situation because two things are wrong because can do can generate his own money number one nothing wrong with can do most people can generate their Mm, own money some people are at a deficit can do can generate money on a professional level okay because he's something something whatever he is and professional level then then now we got to look at everything and then what you talk about well wait and and then you're talking about cheating just as rich okay Good. Here's the thing. But y'all was both cheating. Well, then that's... Then, oh, then well. They cancel each oh, other out. Right, they cancel each other right. out. Right. Okay. okay. But guess what? Y'all was both cheating. But guess what? Behind the scenes, you were singing, oh, 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 whatever song you were singing. But I was in the background directing, producing, and writing those songs. So what What does that have to do with... Well, what that got to do, do with okay. cheating? That has to do with income. To me, it's all about money. Okay. Okay. And it's whatever you negotiate in your contract. So the contract says that if you one of them cheats, then they're going to have to pay. So if that's going by what you just said, Ma, then they have to pay. That the whole point was about infidelity. The truth is, the truth is, I don't believe in that. Okay. The truth is. The truth it, is, it needs to be worked out financially. It does, but I believe not in morally. It. But cheating is moral. And that's, that's not part, business. But that's the marriage. That's part of the marriage. And, the marriage, and so, the marriage and so is morally, that translate, moral, and so it's that also translate, a contract. So that translate. Well, you know, listen. Well, you know, I've been through a, few, a couple of them. But listen. But you also 
The thing about it is that you also are now looking at it from a monetary perspective. And that's what one is secondary and one is primary. And you have to decide what that's going to be. That's why people fight over these things so much. Okay, Uh, listen, I think that... If someone cheats in the I marriage, think it's whatever I they agree upon. That, right. I'm back to where I started, I, which is case have, by case assessment. Me, I would have a it's real, back. I would have a huge problem if I'm the person who's making all the money in the relationship and my partner, my spouse, cheats on me and then I'm supposed to pay them money. Like, I, you have time to go cheat. You have time to go get a job. But you, you know have that. time to make more money. But guess what? But then you know that when you are signing on to that prenup. And you know that when you're picking that person. Well, the prenup you will know say that you, that know you that forfeit person. your money if you okay. cheat on me. Well, that's, that's once, again, once again, back to what you agree yeah, upon. Right. Okay. Case by case assessment depending on what you agree upon. Okay. Look, if I know I'm marrying somebody broke. Uh, and they're not really working for me or contributing to my situation. My prenup is going to be skewed toward me. Okay. Because they're walking into it with nothing. Okay. All right. Let's move on, Ma. Let's move on. I think we sort of agree and sort of disagree. So we'll, we'll move on to the next topic, which is Dave Chappelle. So there's a video uh, that was posted, like I said, on 2X, formerly Twitter. We have to say that, Ma. Uh, that shows at the shows that... Bobart, remember uh, Lauren Bobart? Yes, that MAGA right winger, yes, extremist. Yes, she asked Dave unreasonable Chappelle, person. She asked Dave Chappelle for a selfie, and she said, "May we get a selfie with you?" And Bobart said, "Can be heard saying, I know you're trying to leave.'" She then posted the image to her X account with the caption, "Just three people who understand. There's only two genders." But the post has since been deleted. Chappelle was at a show in D.C. And um, he spoke about it. And he claimed that Bobart tricked him and referenced her infamous night watching the Beetlejuice musical theater show. We know where she was groping a male companion. Any thoughts on this? Does this change how you may think about Dave Chappelle? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Because several things are going on here. Okay. At least several. Probably many more than that. Okay. Number one, it was the spur of the moment. Okay. Number two, she approached him as a fan. Okay. Number three, I don't even know if he identified, recognized her, understood her background, knew of her history. I don't know. Maybe he did. Uh -uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh-uh. Listen. He did not write that caption. Three people who he understood, did not. right? Three people he who understood. He just maybe took it as though here's a human being. I don't care what she thinks or whatever this and that. I'm gonna deal with it on a humanitarian level. It's another human being, a fan. Okay. True. Guess what? I smoke weed. I don't hide it. Goddamn it! I was drunk and high. You know, screw it. Okay. It was just another human being. I got you. Okay. Uh, this all this uh that we agree. I didn't say that. You didn't hear that out my mouth. That's, That's true. her. With her bullcrap trying to push her agenda. That ain't me. Mm. I'm Dave the Comedian. And that's what I am. And I don't discriminate. I'll take it whether I agree with you or not. It's a selfie. I mean, it's a a picture. It's a fan. That's true. You know. So, no. It don't make me think nothing else. And she caught me on my way over here, over there, to or from a show. Boom. 
I'm, I'm out here. This is how I make my living. I'm a man of the people. It, it, whatever people. Okay? Yeah. I'm a humanitarian, in yeah. fact. Yeah. So don't make me think nothing of Dave Chappelle makes me think something of her. That she trying to push her stuff. Well, you know. we we know how she rolls. Well, well, it just reinforces my views about her. You think but that Dave Chappelle make... should have taken a, a picture with her? You really just think that he was I don't was think it was anything. Okay. I don't think it was anything. Okay, I'm not going to... Listen, I'm going don't to... Don't forget this stuff happens very quickly. The best case scenario with, right. with Dave Chappelle and yeah. think that he was innocently just walking down. You Absolutely. Know, you think... That, it's certainly, you. I think you know that was not contrived. No. Oh, one hundred percent. And he didn't. You know. So I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because I because I really do like Dave Chappelle. I will, will also say this and claim for everybody uh, that money changes the way people see things. However, I absolutely. I, however, I'm absolutely. a huge fan of Dave Chappelle, and I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Y'all can come for me if you want. But I'm just being Come honest. any kind of way you want to come because whatever you come in with, it, you don't know. So, right. you know, we all have our biases, okay? Right. So, you know, come any way you want to try to come. Oh, and by the way, for those of you who don't understand I will, or disagree, I want to put it out here. In no way am I excusing, minimizing, ignoring being willfully ignorant regarding men in power taking advantage of women. All the way from uh, innuendo to total control, including rape. Mm -hmm. Okay? And no way am I co-signing on any of, the, any of that. And my, I wanted to just piggyback on that because we're going to have special segments that we're going to post on YouTube that will not be available to you guys on whatever streaming service that you are listening to, but will be available to you exclusively on YouTube and you can address that further on there. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so, let, thank you for saying that. To be addressed in the future. Okay. All right. So, my, let's move on to another lady who is in the public right now who I'm extremely disappointed in. Didn't really say, but I'm saying I'm disappointed in her. Uh, I didn't, wasn't a huge fan of her, but I didn't think, you know, really good or bad either way. Uh, but I did enjoy some of her, uh, some of her work, some of her creative artistic film work. Actress Juliana Margulies claimed last week that members of the LGBTQ plus community would be decapitated if they encountered terrorist the terrorist organization Hamas. So she went on a podcast on November 20th. So guys, listen to that episode if you want or not, um, so you can hear what we heard uh, on The Back Room with Andy Ostroy, which went viral. So she goes on to say, it's those kids who are spewing this anti-Semitic hate that have no idea if they stepped foot in an Islamic country. These people who want us to call them, they, them, or whatever they want us to call them. It's those people that will be the first people beheaded and their heads played with a soccer ball like a soccer ball on the field. Now she goes on, you know, to talk about, um, I want you to say to them, you effing idiots. Now she's saying she was more offended by it as a lesbian than as a Jew. 
I want you to say to them, you effing idiots, you don't exist to Hamas. You're even lower than the Jews to Hamas. She said of the events organizers, you are A, you are black, B, you are gay, and you're turning your back against the people who support you because Jews, they rally around everybody. Now, the other thing that she said, Ma, is she thinks that black people, have, the black community have been brainwashed to hate Jewish people despite their support for the civil rights movement. Ma, any thoughts on Juliana's comments? My thoughts are going to be very succinct. Mm -hmm. And my thoughts are as follows. Juliana, you are spewing hate. Whether you recognize it or not, you are exacerbating and escalating and just simply being rhetorical with the spread of hate, messaging, language, and from your tone and volume, your true sentiment. Mm -hmm. And Juliana, you of all people should know better. You are specifically and singularly coming across as racist yourself and full of hate yourself. Mm -hmm. If you want to be part of the problem, there's enough hate to go around. If you want to be part of the solution, why don't you look at the commonality as opposed to the differences? Why are you a woman who has had a life so far, and you're pretty far along, okay? She's that's close full, to 60. She's 58, right, 59. That's full of privilege and a cushy life, you Sarah Lawrence graduate. Okay, why are you breathing fire? And you're not a lesbian. You play one on TV. Right. Juliana, you weren't there through the middle passage. Okay, you weren't there for the millions of Africans that were stolen and taken from the West Coast. Well, different parts of Africa. Okay, all throughout Africa. You weren't there. Just like we weren't there. At the Holocaust. So let's just say we have all been hurt. Our, our respective groups have been through genocides, you might as well say. And we still survive. Why are you not looking at those of us who agree and who are looking toward peace and love as opposed to you spewing and spreading hate? semi-ignorance and complete ignorance uh, right okay and not this attitude of gratitude to be on the planet what is going on with you what are you so angry about and guess what juliana i think you're angry about things going on in your own life i don't know what it is but that goes to show how damn entitled you think you are mm -hmm. that a person in your position should be spewing that kind of hate 
The millions of dollars that she's made in her life. Absolutely. And let me tell you, baby, not every black person is against Jews. Not every Jew is against black people. What are you talking why about? Are you, why are you attacking black people? And and of all the people, black people didn't incinerate Jews. Black people didn't uh, commit genocide against Jews. Why are you attacking black people? Are there some black people who will be anti-Semitic? There's a few Jews who are anti-Semitic. Okay? We're not going there. We're going with how to make this work. Hate and hate does not equal love. Hate and hate equals more hate. Okay? We want to make this right. We want to look at the things we have in common. We want to spread love, not hate. We want to look at how to fix, fix this, not how to escalate it. And a woman in your position should be intelligent enough to know that. What's all the hate in you about? I'm looking at you sideways like you have a personal problem. It, it doesn't make any sense It's to me. not adding and, up. And then, you know what, my and I just wanted to, to add on to that. Um, one of my really, really great, you know, longtime friends, like family, uh, she brought up a really, really good point. Like, you need to come out and, and, and answer this. You need to be held accountable. Absolutely. Something, Absolutely. You know, I'm not saying Right that. on, daughter. Listen. Right on, daughter. Everybody makes mistakes. We need to hear from you. We need to hear what your thoughts were, and you need to be held accountable. You need to stand up like a woman, just like how you said what you said. You need to own what you said, and we need to hear from you. Right on, daughter. It was offensive right on, to right a on. large minority group. Right. It was offensive, and it was false. Yes. You know, no. Yeah. You need to, we need to hear more from you, and we need to hear that. We might need to hear that you in therapy, because something is going on. Yeah. It's just not adding up. It's just not making sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, and finally, my <laughs> finally we have to address this, and I and I begrudgingly uh, want to mention this, but we have to. Jesse Smollett's conviction oh, for lying gee. to police. You mean Juicy Smollett about the hate crime? <laughs> oh, has been upheld by the Illinois Appellate Court, and he will be going to jail. Any thoughts on? Jesse Smollett. We all know the background. No need to repeat it. I hate doing that. I this. do have a thought. And my thought is that, guys, total transparency. I'm scratching my head. What the hell is going on? Why did he do it? Why did he just not cop to it? Right. Why, 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 why? Why is he acting like he's a victim when everybody on the planet knows he's not, why, why, why? Mm -hmm. If this is in a contract negotiation, it was a bad idea. If it was to bolster your presence or popularity, it was a bad idea. What did you think if it was to help make peace? Uh, if you thought it was gonna be a positive things in terms of race, racial harmony? What did you think you when you really, were doing it? You really hurt your Did you career. think you was helping the LGBTQ community? Yeah. What did you think you were doing? I don't know. Just Bad idea. You sunk your own damn ship. Yeah. What did you think you were doing? Jesse, after... I'm scratching my head, listen, daughter. After, I'm scratching after my head. After he has to serve his time in jail, I hope that when you come out, 
you get the therapy that you need and that you are able to move on and have a, a second act in your career because you are talented and people are stand, people want you to win but you have to serve your time because and you, and you, you have did to something want, crazy right you did something real strange right we just don't understand why you did it right and nobody you, believes right you. right okay and just saying no right. one believes you right okay. and you have to want to win yourself right okay it can't just be us rooting for you we listen we can't root more for you than you root for yourself okay you have to you know we're extending our hands because we know something is not right Okay, well, everybody's extending their hand, but we want you to reach out and get it together because before Empire, you know that boasted your, your popularity completely and you were singing and this and that and you were open to the community and the world and everything and then all of a sudden this cuckoo-ness, you deserve to win. Why such self-sabotaging behavior? What's going on? And you're not a young kid. Listen. Everybody has an age, but he is not a young kid, okay? What happened? What is going on? All right. Okay, so we're sending, sending positive vibes to you, but we know that there's an issue and you need to get help. Okay. I co-signed on that, daughter. All right, now let's get into some of our TV shows. We're going to first start off with Fargo, season five. Oh, that is fire. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, starring our boy, John Hamm. Yes, and, yes. And uh, Juno Temple, uh, a.k.a. Keely from Ted Lasso, is doing yes, her thing. Yes, indeedy. So this season is set in Minnesota, and it is 20, well, Minnesota and North Dakota, and it is 2019. And so Juno's character, Dorothy, Dorothy or Dot, is a, a housewife, you know, typical, at least we think she's a typical housewife, and she has a mysterious past. John Hamm is a sheriff. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is Dot's, I forgot about her, wealthy, but really kind of strict, and she seems a little devious, uh, mother-in-law. And then there's ultra, husband, ultra conservative, ultra conservative and controlling, and controlling matriarch. Yes. Yeah. And then we have Lamar Morris. Everybody knows him from the new girl. Um, he's a deputy and he's doing his thing. He seems to be pretty cerebral in this, in this series, at least. Yes. So, so Dot, AKA Juno Temple's character is kidnapped in the beginning of the series after an eventful day of getting arrested after tasing a police officer in a middle school auditorium. That whole thing was weird, but it's kind of starting to make sense. Yeah. Um, and then we later see her, you know, she goes, she is arrested. They bail her out of, her husband bails her out of jail. And then they go and pose for a Christmas family photo with the mother-in-law who's very wealthy. And it's not anywhere near Christmas time. I guess it's around Halloween time. It is. It's correct, right before correct, Halloween correct, time. Right. Uh, and so uh, we see everything that's going on. Oh, and they're holding machine guns, which is a la... A, a senator or congressman, and I don't have his name. I'll find it out. And oh, right, oh, right, politician, right. Yes. And so, yes. my, what are your thoughts? We just broke down episode one a little bit, but go ahead. Okay. So, to episode what three. I'm gonna say, I don't know if you want a numerical rating or you just want me to do a, a short review. I will review, say this. Because it's okay. Episode okay. Three. I will say this. Fire. Okay. It is fire. Okay. Okay. My man and. and 
first episode one, you just get a tiny glimpse of what John Hamm is going to be in the upcoming episodes. Mm -hmm. And it is fire. His character is extremely charismatic and a villain. Yes. And an absolute villain. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dorothy, is she? Yeah. And Dorothy is all that in her very cute and quirky way. Keely. Keely. Those who know her as Keely in Ted Lasso is very cute, very quirky, and a strong young woman. Yep. She's doing and, and mother. real and She's mother, mom. wife, mm-hmm. all that holding it down. She's doing her thing. And it is so interesting and so entertaining. I just recommend it to everyone. If you haven't seen it yet, tune in. It is all that. We will we will continue to update you. It uh, is the truth. Every episode. As, as television every goes. Episode, yes. Right. As television goes, as TV entertainment goes, it is fire. Yes. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It is better than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. And shout out to Lamar, uh, Lamar Morris, who... Uh, well, I'll be quiet, but I knew him from years ago. So let, yes, let's move on. Yes, yes, yes. You did a, you did a, a short. You, you a did short a short with him. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right, so guys, let's talk about Raising Canaan season three premiere. And so, Ma, I really enjoyed this episode as uh, well. Uh, I can't think of any show that I am that I like more or that well, I we love just more. About Fargo, so yeah, well, on the same par, on the same on the par, on right the par now. with Fargo. And well, they've maintained. You know, they've been really pretty consistent. Yeah. You know, they haven't had many dips and lulls or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've maintained. Uh, a top shelf, in my opinion, they've maintained top shelf all they the have. way through. They have, and uh, and well, and I'm feeling favorite. Joey Badass. Yes, I'm feeling him a lot. Yeah, I think he's doing an excellent job. To me, this is this is my personal favorite out of the among whole the whole family. family, among yeah. the whole fifty family. Yeah, and, right, and, right, and, right. And Tommy will be number two for me. Oh but, yeah, but oh ahead. yeah, oh me too. Oh, I'm embracing all of it. Uh, oh, I think uh, Rock is all that. You know, from her her uh, just just attitude, you know, and uh, appearance, you know, and everything, and and I love her son. I love Kanan because, event in the, initially I said Kanan is just just a young knucklehead, which he is. Yeah. He still is, but there's something in him too that cuts, mm-hmm. you know, that draws you in. He's like you a know? young fifty. He's like a, he's really what I would envision a young 50 to be. Right. You know, part ignorant, part bravado, part pride, part strength. Part you know. entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah part businessman, part everything, you right. know. And uh, and I love that. I love Omar Epps' character because he's torn. He's like, oh, wow, I know I'm a cop, but this is my... This and that. This I have to be protective too. Now I understand. I have to make choices, and right. this is my choice. So I love the choices he makes, although they're difficult choices. Yeah, they're hard choices. You they know, are. I, yeah. I appreciate it and understand it. And uh, I listen. I love Marvin and I love Lou. Yeah. Okay. And um, they're for so the different. different. Yeah. There you go. For the 
different personalities, different level of sensibilities. And wait a minute, I'm feeling juke too. Okay? Because yeah. juke is like, you know, always having to balance everything out and weigh it out. What you have done versus what you're doing now. What you've done in the past versus what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. And how you meeting my needs and coming to me now. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Juke has a lot in her head she to does. deal with. She does. You know. I... Uh, so it's a lot so, because Juke is, Juke is always dealing with a dichotomy. So can you know? So can and, so my, it's a lot. My, okay, you you know I love that you went yeah, into yeah, the yeah. emotional side of everything, and, yeah. I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Let's just say so, guys. For this episode, we know that uh, Rock was shot. We know that Unique came to the aid of Rock, and we also know that Detective Howard also came to the house and detective howard and rock are a united front and they are united front because they are you know trying to figure out the best way to hone in their son kanan and for him to get on the same page with them because the fbi is coming for them and they need to make sure they protect and they're coming across as parents they're coming coming across as straight up parents they're coming across as parents before they're coming across as either a cop or a, a, a drug, uh, a, or what they call it, a trap queen, queen, trap, whatever they trap, call it, yeah. trap queen, yeah. Right. And you so, know. And, yeah. Then, and, then I'm, and then Marvin, I'm loving that, you know, him and Jukebox, uh, what am I calling her, Jukebox? His daughter, yeah, are, Juke, yeah. You know, they have reunited. Absolutely. And they're going to be Absolutely. Strong, right? And and, and, and that. that they're doing everything to make Juke feel good. Right, right. And and, what and I, really her mother was what, come, what was what trying I'm, to. What I'm extremely worried right. about, Ma, is that we see the adult version of Juke, Jukebox, and we see the so adult how she version may have of Kanan. How the happened, hell what, what happened? happened. Okay? Yeah, what so happened. that scares me. So right. probably, I'm predicting this, Marvin gets killed. And that changes everything for her. And she becomes whole. I mean, not whole. That, yeah. that she becomes hurt. And she turns everything in. And that's what I'm thinking. Everything and then she gets hard. She gets then hard. she gets really hard. Right. I meant right. hard. That right. was the word I was right. looking for. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lulu, Lulu doesn't know. So Marvin finally finds out that Detective Howard is really Kanan's father. And he's not really particularly happy about it. And of course, most people won't. But Marvin will keep that secret. I believe Marvin will keep that as a secret. Right. Uh, but Lulu, if he finds out, that really will give him more incentive to hate Rock. His sister. Right. Because right, right. he already can't stand her at this point. Well, well, you know what? But then let's let's just call it about Rock. I mean, that's my girl. I love Rock. But let me tell you something. Uh, Rock is, you know, a lot. Right. Rock is a lot. Rock is not showing a whole lot of respect and consideration for either one of her brothers. Or, oh, one hundred percent. You know. So. One, and the way she and the way she treats and talks to Lou. It, it and, just. And, and it's a lot. She has and, no and, respect. And, and Lou kind of wants to step away. He has other interests, but Marvin does not. Right. You know, Marvin is ten toes down. Yeah. You know, but Lou is like mm, halfway out the door. And, you know. Oh, right. And, 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 uh, let, and let's, we, we gotta, you know, wrap this up because we got a couple more, well, a few more things that we have to talk about. Okay. Detective Burke. Detective Burke just would not shut the hell up. Detective Burke was out for She was like, going in. Detective, she was going in like, too Detective much. Howard. Oh, yeah, I know. And what if I did? And what if I, she was going in. Mm-hmm. She didn't say, well, okay, she wasn't kind of, let me fall back. 
because I see this is a very sensitive situation. She was like, totally accusatory, totally judgmental, and totally like, I'm going to fry your ass. That's how she was behaving. Mm -hmm. So she kind of brought it on herself, whatever she had to, whatever she had the consequence she had to face. Well, no, we can tell. We we can tell. Well, she brought about her own demise. Yes. You know. Take the power, because me and you, we were watching it together. Right. And we were like, what is going to happen? And I'm like, I don't know. And I knew she was recording him. Yeah. You, You had everything, you had predicted everything, and I had predicted that she may get killed. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so because it was highly predictable, but right. she put herself out there. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Um. So uh, the both. Uh, what is it? Uh, Fargo and Raising Canaan are on the super, top shelf. Super top shelf. Right. And we will, super top shelf. I'm yeah. gonna say ten. Yeah. Super top and shelf. And we will keep you updated on those every other episode on our film and TV episodes. Okay. Okay, Ma. Let's talk about a few movies. So okay. We can talk about Rustin, which is on Netflix right now and is starring Coleman Domingo as Bayard Rustin, and he is a. A political activist, a civil rights activist, and also gay um, activist right. who organized a march on Washington in 1963, where yes. over 200,000 people um, right. participated in front of the Lincoln Memorial in Correct. D.C. Right, and he is an unsung hero to me because I had no idea. Well, he was him. sort of, and and you know what, and neither did I. And you know why? Because he was kept in the background. Yeah. Because don't forget, this is '63. Mm-hmm. Okay, we all know that from the beginning of, of mankind, we had people who were gay, straight, and and everything in between, and whatever all other labels that we give them today always existed because that is part of the human uh, existence experience okay so we got all that at that time it was very very dangerous and even illegal in many areas to come out publicly homosexual correct and so he was absolutely the impetus and the backbone of that civil rights march mm-hmm. and maybe the innovator and everything else mm-hmm. to do with that march, he had to sort of step back out of the limelight. And even when they were having public interviews and conferences and, you know, uh, all these media events and so forth, he stood back. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll clean up. The people who clean up and pick up are just as important as the people who were in front of the cameras. Correct. And, and, you know, and he said, I'll be a person who doesn't mind sweeping and picking up and so on and so forth because my value is the same irrespective to what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, so he sort of stood back. Mm-hmm. I think he stood back because that was his belief. He really yeah. believed that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, because he didn't want to at that time come out publicly with the fact that he was uh, an, uh, a homosexual, intellectual, political activist. He was everything. He was. He was everything that today we would all know immediately mm-hmm. because it wouldn't be that kinds of repercussions from the majority. There's always a few of, of people, right. but, but the majority 
would embrace him Mm -hmm. and respect and understand and value him Mm -hmm. and not judge him in that negative way, but judge him as a positive and a hero Mm -hmm. and an activist and so on and so forth. So uh, Bayard Ruskin was, um, let me just say, an excellent human being, Mm -hmm. a human being who had the energy, uh, the insight, um, the fortitude and everything to see this march through. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, there has not been a march, there had not been a march before that or since that of that magnitude. Of that magnitude, because they've had yeah. the, the yeah. women's march. Absolutely. But yeah. So, um, I, I, what, what you, do you can't give, say shout out, he's no longer here. What do you, what do you but, give uh, it? Like, what's uh, your rating? Just wonderful. Oh, top, top shelf, top shelf. What top number? Shelf. What, top shelf premium? Oh, we uh, know it's not hoops. Top, top, top shelf 10. Top shelf 10. That, that high? That high. Because, okay. you, well, you for mean? him, for him. That's with the movie. Uh, him as a human being, you the movie nine point five only because there were a few detractors in the movie that I would, didn't feel, but I thought okay. it was excellent okay. in terms of content, okay. execution. I thought it was excellent. Okay, listen, um, I knew nothing about this man. Um, I think he led an incredible life, and I think he was a really, really great, excellent human being. And I and this is a good, good example of a excellent human being. Who, nobody is perfect. And I think that everyone always thinks that, oh, you know, you have to, you know, lead a particular quiet, um, you know, following these particular rules and I'm not going to go into anybody's religion. And he lived a life of being a good person. He had his personal life where he was not uh, 100% perfect in and he you know made a couple of little mistakes and you know there was some heartbreaks here and there but he's a human being we all make mistakes but his heart his intentions his accomplishments were all genuine and I thought he was just like an excellent person uh, the film Absolutely. the film I thought was really well done um, I thought it was really interesting and I really am happy that they put this out here because I had no idea that this person existed and I feel bad about that and I want to do more research just to find out about more about civil rights leaders it inspired me to do that um, I'm going to give it uh, the movie an 8.5 top shelf um, I thought the actor Coleman Domingo is excellent I want more people to go check out his work uh, and for everyone to just go check out this film. So top shelf, Ma gave it a 9.5, and I gave it an 8.5, both Absolutely. top shelf. Absolutely, top shelf. Okay. Okay, so let's I'm move on to another film that neither one of us are going to say is top shelf, but is a, from a person who we really admire and think is extremely talented. Both of them are talented, but one is, sorry, on a different level, right? Uh, which is Eddie Murphy. Absolutely. And Trace Ellis Ross, who's talented too, but you know. Eddie Murphy is a, a king of comedy, okay? Who was not on King of Comedy. Uh, Eddie Murphy, you... No, well, those people just made up that title. Eddie <laughs> Murphy, you are really a goat. Uh, a goat, right. You are really the goat, maybe. Now, you know. now, this film was not the goat. So, Candy Can Lane stars Eddie Murphy and Tracy Ellis, at Tracy Ellis Ross, who play husband and wife. And Eddie's character makes a deal with a stranger who actually turns out to be a disgruntled elf to bring 12 days of Christmas to life. The strangers, um, of course, uh, the stranger, the elf, has nefarious intentions, as we see. 
Uh, I did not enjoy this picture. I love Eddie Murphy. He is uber, uber, extremely talented and one of the goats. Okay, one of the goats. I want to see. I guess you can't battle him and Dave Chappelle, but they, those are my goats. I'm just. I got you. That's no, what I'm no, no, no. I got you. Uh, I think they're excellent. I'm with you. I'm. I'm a hundred percent in tune with you. But the yeah. film, the film itself was corny. Uh, the script was not well thought out. It wasn't funny to me. Uh, I didn't like the 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 little characters that they had with the 12 days of Christmas. I could care less. I didn't think some of their jokes were funny. I was, you know, I was very easily distracted. In fact, I intentionally became distracted during the film. What are your thoughts, Mom? You know, I'm sitting here thinking, daughter, what demographic? I'm trying to get an age. What demographic? I would say... Definitely zero to five, it might appeal to maybe up to 10 years old, maybe up I don't to eight know. years old. Might be upset. I don't know, these kids are so sophisticated these days, yeah. you really don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to think I'm safe in saying zero to eight. Okay. 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 If you're beyond eight, then you will judge this movie as not a good movie. Not interesting, not innovative, not exciting, dull, dragging, not funny, not that entertaining overall. Okay? If you're over eight. Okay? Zero to eight, you might chuck it up, chuckle it up, and think it's real funny. Okay? After that, you you have some connection to other movies that you've seen, and you have some basis to compare Mm -hmm. And you're starting to look at this like, mm, this is not as funny as Home Alone. This is not as funny as The Elf. This is not as funny as Bad Santa. This is not as funny as, you know, you start to have some basis for comparison. And this compares poorly right. to other Christmas movies. Correct. Uh, Eddie was not up to Eddie. Mm -mm. No way, no how. Tracy Ellis Ross, who is... Basically a quirky, funny stand-up, uh, a comedic actor. Not stand-up. Not stand-up. No, 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 I don't mean stand-up. Comedic actor. Right. Didn't, was not as funny. No. In this. No. And um, the cutest, funniest thing was probably the daughter, the youngest daughter. The youngest daughter. Who had some personality and a blend of intellect mm -hmm. and compassion. Yeah. So she came across as like the star mm -hmm. of the movie. Okay, the rest of them was, I'm like you, daughter. I think you summed it up. Eddie doesn't even really read the script anymore. Mm -hmm. He just look at the bottom line. Right. He just jumped to the, what is the pay. Right. You know, I think he didn't even read the script. He phoned it in. And, uh, absolutely. And he has children from zero to, what, 35, 40? Yeah. Well, whatever. Oh, 100%. Well, whatever. So, whatever. Probably, so, so probably over 40 at this day, point. There you go. Yeah. So, he just like, boom. Not only is, do I need a paycheck to keep up with everything, because we know he has deep pockets, but he got scaredy eight kids. He does. Okay? And not only that, this will appear to my younger group of kids. Yep. And, then, and uh, so he just yeah. did it. Yeah. So he figured it's no big thing to him, so he just did it. The same reason why he did Norbert when he would would have been 
uh, a candidate for uh, uh, an Oscar. He was a candidate for an Oscar. He had just and did, won right, the Golden right, Globe. There you go. There you go. And, he and, then, he did, and no, then he did Dumbass Norbert. Right. He was nominated for the Oscar. He didn't right. win it. He was, he was. I got it. I got yeah, it. I remember yeah. because I thought he was all that playing he Jimmy was Thunder. Excellent. He was all he that. Was excellent. And then he did Dumbass Norbert. And he was also. And Norbert was a cartoon you could have snatched anybody right. off the street to the do. The people were offended by it. They said you didn't Absolutely. even get Absolutely. Um, he was really good in Dolomite, although whatever you want to say about it, it, it he did right. a really good job right. in Dolomite. Absolutely. Which is well, well, Dolomite, more recent. Well, Dolomite was a really. A, a more sophisticated Eddie, Dolomite was awful. Eddie yes. is extremely talented, but Absolutely. Something, something happened. I don't know. It's just like you said, he phones it in for certain performances. There you go. There you go. Okay. So that's what happened right. with uh, Candy Cane Lane. Or so um, what, what, do you, what is your, your rating? You got to get a review. I'm sorry, Eddie. You, you, Eddie and you know whoever else involved. That's no more than a five. I, I uh, can't so you're going to give it a premium five? Uh, very low premium. Very yeah, low. Yeah, um, I'm going to go, oh gosh, Ma. Um, I it was bad. I don't want to give it a hooch. It was really it, bad. Because it's almost it, it, at I'm a just, um, The only reason you're stepping above hooch is because the, the youngest daughter. The youngest daughter. Pulled it yeah. above hooch. I'm going to I'm gonna give it a five premium. And we gonna, we're, we're going to talk, you, you and I, Ma, are going to talk about our scales because it should a five be a premium but i'm okay. gonna i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna give it a five we'll talk about that rating system we'll talk about it okay okay so guys we wanted to go get into a couple of reality shows uh before we go okay one is of course married at first sight which we um have been following oh from the beginning. my goodness it's just looking very bleak and for a couple of for those a couple, couples right yeah right yeah. um first off i wanted to i've mentioned this to you ma um you know off the air which was Chloe. So there's a woman named Chloe Brown. Don't know who she is. Uh, who was supposed to be the wife of Michael, the 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 one that was stood up at the altar. Right. And Michael is 39 years old, and Chloe is 40 or 41 at this point. Right. Uh, she stood They're both up grown, the grown grown ass adults. Right. Oh, right. Uh, I just wanted to call her out. Uh, because I think that as a woman, uh, and especially you're not, you know, you, you're still, you know, great and everything that can find whoever you want, but you are an adult. Right. For real, for real. Right. You should be able to stand by, oh, I didn't want to marry him. Why is your face blank There's out? a certain level of cowardice right. in that whole yeah. move that you made that's unacceptable. Right. You need to step up and own what you did. Right. The fact that you were being so cowardly about it means that you're not even comfortable with the move that you made. Right. Not happy with that. And Michael, you know, he seems like a sweet man. Like I said, I just want to give him a hug. Michael is whoever he is. Right. Whatever. Right. Whoever. All right. So let's let's move He on. owns it. He does own who he is. Let so let let's get into Emily and Brennan. I don't really care. That's another thing. I don't really care as much for some of these these couples, Emily and Brennan. So Brennan, my, you know, he's the, the he's Russian. His family. Yes, is yes, Russian. yes. Emily, I don't, I don't know. We, I don't see them working out together because Emily has not been in a relationship 
uh, that lasted more than three dates, which you is know not what I'm unclear about. You know what I'm unclear about with Emily. I'm unclear as to what is your expectation of a relationship. Mm-hmm. You haven't experienced it, so you have no basis in what a real relationship may look like. Mm-hmm. You have no point of reference. What is your imagination right. at this point? And I'm not even clear as to what that is. Right. So I see big red flag. All right. Now here's the green flag, the go. All mm-hmm. right, the good part. Yeah. The good part is this. Maybe you're open to just developing whatever it is. Maybe you are. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. But that's know. high risk. Yeah. That's high risk That's behavior. That's high risk. Listen, yeah. I wish yeah. them the best, but I don't see it. Don't know. Nobody um, else has seen it either. Becca and Austin, I really like this couple. I hope that they can work things out. Uh, you know, religion was a big uh, point of discussion with this episode where Becca really wanted to find out his thoughts about religion. I don't know. Becca really seem to be did Becca put that out there initially about the religion I don't know I don't know but See, she yeah. she kept asking him and I think he's he's and an atheist uh, uh, or either agnostic or, or something like that and yeah. she and she seemed to be but she I, I don't know what her religion was am I am I bugging did I, she say I, that she was Jewish I, I don't know if she said she was Jewish or Catholic I'm not really no, sure no I think she might have said that she was Catholic because she's something like that. about you right. know, Christians and all this other stuff and yeah. so I don't know. Are they, how important is that to her? How important is she practicing? Is that something they can negotiate about? And I think she I'm not I really think that sure. she didn't want to practice being a Christian. I think that, okay. that was an issue for her. Okay. But, but I know he was saying we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. He didn't want to yeah, get he didn't, didn't want to delve into it yet. I, I see them working out some type of way. Who knows? Well, they seem know. to have at least enough flexibility. To, yeah, yeah, to make things yeah, work. yeah. Uh, Claire and Cameron, I still don't see this working out. They seem to be a little bit nicer towards each other on this episode, hmm. but I, I think we have some things coming, hmm. and I don't, I don't trust that. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm hearing what they're saying, but see, I'm the type of person. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm watching what the hell you're doing. Right. Okay? You know what? You know how they say, you're going to believe what I say or your own lying eyes. Right. Okay? Right. So, in this case, I don't see them being affectionate toward each other. I don't see the hug. I don't see the kiss. I don't see the snuggle. And all that means so much. Right. In a relationship. Right. I, so, I don't I it's, don't feel it's how it. you make me feel and I don't see either one of them making the other feel good. I don't I don't see it at all. I just don't. I don't see listen, I wish every couple well as long as they both want to work on their relationship. One hundred percent. You know Love guys, is great if you both want to work th- at it. There you go. Love is a verb. There you go. There you so, go. Totally totally you know guys, we see these couples, we say, Mm, how are they together? What they doing? What's this this? What's this that? It's because we see whatever we see, but guess what? We don't see you in the bed at night snuggling. We don't see you hugging or kissing the person well, or supporting it. We that. don't see. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We're not seeing any of that with them. All right. And these people are on camera. All right. You know, and we're not seeing that. So, uh, mm, let's just see. So, I think 
Yeah, so we'll see what happens with them. I'm not really happy with the way, uh, what is it, Claire and Cameron have Claire behaved. Cameron, they have not behaved They well. claim that they're starting to get along better. Let me see you start to get along better. Let's, let, let me see that. Let me see that verb. Let me see that action part of the relationship. And then I may give it more consider, a different type of consideration. Yeah. I'm not seeing that. So... Let's move on, Ma, to our final couple who seems to have the most drama, and that's Lauren and Orion. And we don't know what's going to happen with them, but I think that it's a wrap. Uh, Orion took sex off the table when he found out that Lauren said that she had sex two months before they got married, which to me is strange. Well, not two months before they got married, but two months from the day that they were Whatever. on the honeymoon. It's almost talking. the same. It's very much and the same. Thing. I just don't get that part. And then he seems to hold resentment because of the uh, the seeming, like uh, he was offended by the whole um, R-E-D-S-K-I-N uh, controversy. She never actually said it. Right. But he was offended because she didn't understand it. And it was just really awkward. To me, I think that he is just wants to find a way to not be with her, to not right. deal with her, and he's not right. into her. So, right. And he's very strange. Right. Lauren, run. I agree. I agree 100%. As bogus as hell. And what I'm thinking is simply that he is looking for a way to get out of it. He's not physically and or sexually attracted to her. If he's attracted to any woman, I don't know, but I know for sure I can say, or for sure I believe he's not attracted to her, and he's just putting out a bunch of BS. She didn't do or say anything that he could not have forgiven her for, and she didn't even say anything that he is implying that she said. So it's all bogus and a bunch of BS, and I think he's simply not feeling her and I think this relationship is doomed. She's shown him grace and patience and everything under the sun. And then every time she talks to him, he claims it's one thing. Then when she talks to him again, he claims it's another problem. And on and on and on. And I feel that this relationship is doomed. And I feel that there's no reason for her to continue to... Um, you know, uh, stay in a relationship where all her efforts and all her concerns and all her feelings are not validated. And so that's it. I mean, she's a person, she's a, an African-American woman who fully understands all the ramifications of racism and marginalization and there's no reason that he should have that attitude toward her and I think he simply doesn't care about her to the extent that he should for her to be uh for them to be husband and wife what do you think daughter um I completely agree with everything that you said uh I think that Lauren needs to move on I hate that she keeps crying over this man he doesn't seem to be into her he didn't seem to have she had a lot of empathy for him uh, when he said that he right used on, the, N, the N-word previously. She never actually used the racial epithet. 
And he just seemed to me to be someone who is looking for a way out. He's immature. He's overly sensitive. He's um, unemployed. He's a, right. He's unemployed. He's a mama's boy and not in a good way. Uh, and I just, I'm just kind of annoyed by him. And I'm just sick that they, they keep, that this is not going to work. And I also think that Married at First Sight kind of, uh, failed failed this couple. They didn't give them the appropriate counseling, and they also shouldn't have put them together. So don't right on, daughter. Right on. I think they purposely put them together to cause dissension, to cause, right. to cause tra- uh, uh, controversy right. on the show. So that's it. That's it. That's my thing. One. Good luck to both let's, of them and their happens. respective uh, walks of life, wherever they decide to go. And, and so we'll see. We'll keep you updated, guys, on our thoughts on Married at First Sight. And finally, wanted to just give a quick little uh, opinion on The Golden Bachelor, which we know that Leslie and Teresa were the two remaining ladies, and he chose Teresa. And that was very predictable. Was not happy with the ending. They drove it. It was too long. Two hours. They could have done that in 30 It was minutes, very drawn actually. out. I agree with you, daughter. Very drawn out. You know, not at all uh, to the point and direct. It was just sort of torture for, or what's her Leslie. name? Leslie. Total torture. She went through the first iteration of rejection from, from uh, Gary. She went through the first iteration where he explained that he had chosen Teresa and when they were there in the hotel room. And then fast forward to the finale. In the finale, she went through the second iteration of being rejected, where he continued to explain how she was not the one and Teresa was the one. Uh, I found it just a totally humiliating experience for Leslie that she did not have to go through twice. And that's how I feel about it. It's fine for him to choose who he wants to choose. It's understandable. And guess what? I think they're equally culpable. Leslie culpable to the extent that she did not have to overreact and whimp, cry and moan and groan. And also, uh, Gary. Yeah, I, you, Mom, listen, I completely agree with everything that you said uh, with that <laughs> as well. Um, but I, But I think that I was disappointed in two people. So Gary, first off, we, we're hearing all these different rumors and we have no idea what's true and what's not true that Gary uh, had a relationship because he supposedly had not been with anyone since the passing of his wife, but there's a claim made by a woman who supposedly has proof that she did have a relationship with Gary a month after the passing of his wife. And they were together for three years. This is all based on what she said and what other very public outlets have uh, printed. And so he hasn't addressed that. That is an issue that everyone is talking about. Why he hasn't mentioned that, I don't know. Two, with Gary, Gary keeps saying in the moment. I hate that. What are you talking about in the moment? That seems so disingenuous, in the moment. Everybody has in the moment, but then you are a mature How person. How fleeing are you, those moments? Right, right. Do you determine your life based on the moment? Right, Or right. based on projections for the future? Right. In the moment, we want to do many things, but then we have our brains and rationale, and we say, oh, wait, you know, don't talk about right. in the moment. We don't right, need to hear that. Right, right. 
and so, and then third, like Leslie, Leslie, you are a very attractive woman. You can find a person who will appreciate you for who you, you are. You can certainly find somebody lying to you and betraying you right. very easily. Right. Right at the corner ball. Right. I don't like how she came across. All of the crying. Way too needy. All of the, right. Like, okay. All that you're saying. And he still is with Teresa at the end of the day. He right. did not owe you right. anything. You right. knew that it was a choice between you Absolutely. and it was a choice between Teresa. Absolutely. We're not tr- we're not being uh, you know, we're not trying to be harsh or cruel. Every woman has these feelings. We all cried over men. We all did these things. But guess what? You have to put yourself together and move on. He, you knew it. This was a show. First off, right. This wasn't even just like every day. It was. It's basically it. a contest. Right. Right. You know. And so I just, I, I'm like, and this, and I hate that as a woman significantly younger than her to see that. Oh, this is how you are at this stage of your life. That you don't have the wherewithal to know that you can. Find somebody who will appreciate you for who you are, and you just have to grab on to crumbs. And and not like only that. that, but wait a minute. Here's the other thing, daughter, that you and I had discussed when we saw it. Here's the other piece of it. Leslie, you say you've been married a couple times and, you know, whatever, it didn't work out, blah, 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 blah. Why are you packaging yourself that way? Right. Why are you not presenting yourself as, I was in a relationship, The uh, I was in a marriage, the first marriage was... Whatever it was, I had a good time. We were young, we were mature, whatever was the situation. The second marriage, well, it worked good for a while and then blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you not presenting yourself as though you are a wonderful person to be in a relationship with? Right. Why are you, you still know, like you're bad? Yeah. Why Why are you presenting yourself like you're damaged? You're damaged right. goods. Right. right. Oh, nobody oh, will nobody, ever want to be Nobody with can me. be with me. You're telling this man, don't choose me. Right. Don't choose me. Right. Who the hell wants to be with somebody whining and crying and acting like they, you know, destroyed every relationship then, they were in? And then here comes Teresa who, you know. Who's smiling and yeah. happy and pleasant. I was in my relationship for 50 years yeah, and we yeah. had a wonderful time. It was, it Only was, he died, amazing, but we had a, a if, yeah, if, I if, loved it. If he was it. still here, I would be with him pretty right. much as and we been. And we were happy and I loved who I was in that relationship right. with him. And then you, you know? Leslie, you're sitting there saying to him, oh, I can never find anyone. Oh, just everything is just terrible. Nobody, so I mean, now, now you're putting the pressure on Gary, and Gary's saying, oh, shit. You're right. I don't and, know if I can do all that. And Gary is no choir man. And you He's know Gary, he wants to have fun and do what he wants he, to do, too. Stop, stop Especially at this age. Right. What, at this age, you want a problem? Right. And, and maybe you this know, is a terrible thing to say. No. no woman needs to make it seem that any one man is there. Oh, end all and be all. Right. No, because right. it's not. Right. Because it's not. The sun rises with them and the, the, the right. moon sets with them. Right, whatever. right, the right. There you go. There you go. The sun rises and sets every sets day. Have right. nothing to do with them. You don't need That's to. It. And at what That's point? It. Come on, Leslie. So I was yeah. disappointed at But overall. I agree with you a thousand percent, though. Oh, you are right on with what oh, you're saying. Overall, I enjoyed The Golden Bachelor. It uh, was I, good. It was interesting. And you did feel, you had empathy for so, the contestants uh, and, and Gavin to some didn't, extent. Didn't like the finale. 
No, the I didn't like the finale. You know, and it's you know, and he's just repeating to you why you are uh, reject and why you, material. Why, I don't like why that. you subject yourself to being treated like that? Right, just come on. Nah, I, listen, nah. I don't know because whatever, but I would hope I would come on the show. Oh, I'm dating. There you go. Oh, I have. A oh, I'm looking forward to the future. Guess what? Hey, guess what? Gary, me and Gary didn't click. It wasn't meant to click. Hey, mm. I'm off on something yeah, else. Yeah, that way you, you was know. acting, he was just like solidified. Oh, yeah. I'm glad yeah. I ran from this yeah. woman. Yeah, you got that right. Woo. She, she's a, a big damn and, red flag. And that period. is human nature. That right. is human nature. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Uh, but. Teresa and Gary are supposed to be getting married in January. I think they're going to probably. They're going to get a trip to Hawaii or the islands or somewhere. They got a trip to somewhere. Italy. Italy, Italy. Right. I knew it was someplace that you had already been. I knew knew it was something like that. Right. I need to go back right now. Okay. Okay. All right. So good luck to them. So good luck to them. Hey, you know what? And good luck to you, Leslie. But get yourself together. Right. Get yourself together, girl. What's wrong with you? Okay. All right, Ma. Uh, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. You already know. The sun, the stars, and the moon. I'm going to add the fourth family. Well, I'm going to say uh, football, Charlie Brown Christmas, which I'm going to watch soon, and basketball, and I'm going to include a fourth, of course, family. Oh, you know what? We need to go turn on John Charlie Brown Christmas we right now. We already turn on. That's what no, I just I mean said. now. Okay, that's what yeah. I just said. All right. Knock it out. All right, Ma. Anything you want to say before we go? I want to tell everyone, please let everyone close to you know that you love them. Okay? Mm -hmm. Let them know that you care about them. Love them. Okay? Because we don't know. We have no control over anything. Okay? And stay safe. Have that designated sober driver. Because mm-hmm. everybody don't have to get drunk every day. Okay? So you can alternate. That's true. Okay? You can alternate. All right? For real. Not pretending for the police, but it, for right? real. I got it. Now, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our audience. Okay. Okay? And keep your eyes on the prize. Watch what's going on. Because, guys, we got to be able to get, if you want democracy, if you care about it, if you care about your lifestyle and your quality of life, we got to vote. Okay? okay Ma. The end. Stay safe. Stay sober. Okay. Public the announcement end. for Ma. You know All that. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Bambooshie Happy Hour. That's right. Thank you for listening to the Bambooshie Happy Hour. Follow us on X. Follow us on threads on Facebook and Instagram at the Bambooshie Happy Hour and also All Things Peju. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, home of the Bambooshie happy hour send us your dms and emails at info at bambooshyhappyhour.com check out our etsy shop guys go on there it is the holiday season get something cute for your significant other or for yourself and i think that's all that we have to say uh thank you guys we really appreciate you we'll be back soon bye